let's learn let's ask let's approach people to help you you realize the world opens up to you you know you really have to be patient and you really have to ask the right questions and you really have to you know be persistent we all have many sides to us right we have a side that we would like to show the world so that we can get appreciation validation for the character that we have built and that is what is coming up on bootstrapping your dreams show so stay tuned now here are two powerful words to change your life what if what if you do have what it takes what if you can design your life what if your crazy dreams do come true you are here because you have a dream you have a fire in your belly you want to change the world and you want to lead the charge in the post socially distant era the big question is this how can ambitious people like us build our dream lives this podcast gives you the answers we have created the perfect community of the world's best minds who want to get things done survive and thrive in this uncertain world join us by navigating to bootstrapping.group hi everyone and uh, welcome uh, today we have a very special guest uh, he's uh, known worldwide uh, Terence Lewis so Terence is an internationally recognized heartthrob of millions award winning choreographer he's a celebrity tv judge internationally acclaimed teacher uh, entrepreneur motivational keynote speaker and the list of his accomplishments is uh, probably longer than uh, this interview but i will try to summarize uh, he's a four time guinness book of world record holder uh, two of them uh, two of these records were uh, for conducting the largest bollywood dance class in the world in 2010 and 2011 so terence uh, holds an honorary doctorate in dance he's a celebrity judge on multiple reality dance series like dance india dance so you think you can dance 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 champions and other immensely popular shows so through uh, through his work terence has regularly reached over get this 100 million viewers globally all right and he has won a uh, american choreography award for 2002 for his work in the oscar nominated super hit bollywood movie lagan uh, he has choreographed immensely successful uh, uh, bollywood movies uh, over a thousand stage shows and musicals so um, so that's uh, a little bit of a brief about terence uh, welcome terence how are you doing i'm doing very well thank you manoj for such a uh what can i say uh, overwhelming introduction it's a pleasure to talk to you i've heard so much about you and about your podcast and you know how you go about doing things and uh, you yourself are a luminary of your you know of uh, of of a of a notable stature so you know it's uh, really really interesting to kind of meet you and talk to you you know one on one thank you so much for your kind words all right great so uh you know i've i've watched your tedx talks and you have a very inspiring story so let's uh, let's start there um how did you how did you get here um let's start as far as as far back as you want to go and uh, uh just share with us your life story how did you get here so well i have said this story ad nauseum <laughs> so much so that you know it's coming out of my ears but yeah i will say this again there have been lots of documentaries made on my life too uh so i'm just going to keep it short and succinct because a lot of people know about my journey uh, but all i'm going to say is that i was born in mumbai i was born to a family of uh, eight children already which was like we were eight brothers and sisters and uh, my father was a mill worker uneducated so was my mother and their only dream was all their eight children would you know study and get a you know reasonable government job and be secure that was all that they prayed and really really hoped for and they said my father was very clear i will educate you till you are 15 and after your first secondary education you're on your own whether you want to become a mechanic or you want to become a mechanical engineer that's up to you it's your game not my life i you know i've given birth to you i've taken care of you now after that and that he said to all of us you know so we were you know, a very close knit family we were eight of us we lived in a very very you know humble chawl uh, you know so it was not an easy life it was tough but we didn't know better so we didn't complain for us it was like this is our life we have accepted this and my mother had a very plain simple philosophy you cannot complain everything is a grace so you know you cannot whine you cannot complain you can't say why this is way this way or why why could it couldn't it be better no 
that was something that was uh, taught to us very early on that you can't complain you know be grateful always be grateful and you know choose the reality you want and and go towards that and you know the universe is uh, you know don't believe that you know it's difficult because it's not it's all possible you know you have to have faith in it so somehow you know we were raised up in a very god fearing you know catholic way and of course i'm no longer religious anymore i left left that long ago but uh what i'm what, about my journey i studied you know medicine i sorry i studied science for a long time i went to microbiochemistry i wanted to study medicine but i didn't get through i lost it by a few marks it was good i went into microbiochemistry then i left that you know in my last year and i went to hotel management because i said okay let me get a job for myself because this graduation will not get me anywhere then i studied you know psychology and sociology because i really loved those subjects i did my university alongside with my you know diploma in hotel management to finish both of them i had a job offer at my lab but by then i was also teaching house to house dance and that was the only way i was being able to pay for my fees and my dates and everything around when i was in college mm-hmm. so between the age of 16 to 21 or 22 i was working and studying you know and pretty much busy i don't remember where my youth went away because i was only non stop either studying or working studying or working you know so i had no free time i had no friends and probably it was in a way good for me because you know i was focused on work for a long time so i started much earlier so by the time i finished my graduation by the time i finished my campus interviews i already had two job offers for the hotel industry but i was also very successful in going house to house and you know i was already earning a very good revenue a good package without even having a single classroom of mine or my studio space and uh, you know i decided to take dance as my career because i felt it was more challenging it was dynamic and i was somebody you know, who liked to kind of you know have my own discipline i don't need an outside force i'm like pretty much like okay this is what i want to do and i will do whatever it takes so you know i had an independent mind a creative uh, you know ideas in my head and i said i'm going to you know conquer but of course the moment i decided to kind of make it into a business from you know door to door it flopped badly because i had no clue about how to do business you know in the real world and it took me a while to understand how it works and i went to fitness from fitness i came back into dance i studied dance in america i collected enough money through fitness because i realized there's more money in fitness than dance at that point of time so i shifted gears instead of moving you know sometimes you can't go straight up yeah. you have to go sideways <laughs> the roads are like this to reach where you need to go so i took up fitness i became a fitness trainer fitness instructor i had a few very impressive clients from madhuri dikshit to amisha patel and all those people who were ruling the roost that time and that took me forward i you know made a few you know i bought my first car it was a big thing for me coming from a chol um you know all of that helped and then you know i decided to kind of come to america study dance for some time came back got a scholarship for contemporary dance and then dance india dance happened mm-hmm. and then that changed my life I became a public figure awesome. i I hate doing this because this is every time so long drawn out. And I think most people know my story. So yeah, sorry for those of you who have already learned know about this and are hearing it for the nth number of time. That's okay, but uh it's uh, it's always inspirational to uh, to hear that. So uh, my uh, my hope is that uh, some other Terence uh, sitting somewhere in 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 a chawl or a small uh, room somewhere will listen to this story and uh, and will have the courage to follow their dreams. So Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, yes. uh, you know, I grew up in India, and I had uh, I had similar uh, similar challenges, similar upbringing. Uh, so I cannot um, I cannot imagine that people uh, took your decision of uh, pursuing dance very lightly. Uh, did you meet any resistance uh, uh, yeah. from your family or from people outside? So I come from a very orthodox Mangalorean Christian family, and my family, my roots are people. My dad and he was uneducated because of the poverty but he 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 had his brothers his siblings who were younger who were educated and they had government jobs so he was very skeptical about me taking up and he realized and you know i was one of the kids who was academically very bright so my parents were like from medicine you're going into dance like what is going on with you you know son you know are you sure you're doing this what happens if you have an accident or you are injured you know so they were concerned but my parents were like always like think this boy is too dynamic and he is never going to listen to any one of us he's been you know doing so many things at one time i was good in sports i was good in studies i was good in uh, you know in elocution in public speaking debates 
my teachers loved me and i was always somebody who was not uh, who didn't need any push mm-hmm. i was like uh, i used to get up in the morning as like okay, i have to do so many things and i used to feel very overwhelmed uh, you know do it not overwhelmed but i used to feel very excited that i knew that i have to do so many things together and i loved organizing things you know in my church i used to organize you know plays i organized things even though i was very young you know i was always like organizing stuff mm-hmm. so in a way they kind of knew that okay this guy whatever he says he gets it done but we don't see any future in dance like what is this and you know dance is meant for rich people you know for their hobbies just for time pass you know just to keep them distracted and not do anything i know foolish but this is a career and what will we tell everybody else you know because you know when you are very very rich your parents are okay do whatever you want you know it's a different culture when you're middle class or you're poor you're always worried about log kya kahenge yeah. <laughs> so you know all of that drama but yeah. somehow you know um with me you know um uh, i had a lot of resistance my mother and father were very concerned because i was throwing away a job see even with the campus interviews i used to go go for gds group discussion and just you know nail it mm-hmm. i knew how to have a discussion i i had already done public speaking i had done elocution i had won so many debates so in a way i had an edge any which ways in you know in interviews and i got the jobs but i didn't take it up so my parents were like you know not everybody gets a job on you know on campus and you know you studied so much and now you're going to just give it away for dance i said yeah mom but i think you know i have a stronger chance you know and i was a bit i would say i was a bit cocky because i had i was already earning making money going house to house but i didn't know the real world how it functions in business it's a whole new business so i fell flat on my face you know and my parents were like we told you so and i was like no mom i'm going to kind of figure this out you know i i know what it is to now you know uh, you know it was good it was a humbling experience it was like somebody took out the air from the balloon yeah. boom and i was so grounded and it shook me to make me realize that i don't know many things i may be good in my craft it's not okay just to be good in your dance or in your you i thought i'm a great teacher i know my skill i know i'm going to do a fab class not enough you know you need to have a good marketing strategy you need to know how to position yourself and i didn't know any of this and i had not gone to any school i didn't i didn't learn from any teacher you see i had learned all organically by myself it was all self taught yeah. so i didn't i didn't see some other big choreographer saying okay this is how he has done it mm-hmm. so it was it was i have never learned under anybody so it was very you know uh, everything was very self taught so you learn you 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 hurt more because you know every you you make more mistakes it's all trial and error but it really really you need to be very passionate and driven to you know not give up and you have to tell yourself there are no options and there are no choices because if you have an option you will say let me get out of this dance because it's too taxing it's too tiring and there was nobody to guide me or help me and say hey you know you should do it this way uh, maybe i was also very proud i didn't ask i said okay if i don't get it i'll figure it out mm-hmm. so i think it was a combination of everything and it was just being consistent and then you know slowly little by little you know you know some people came and said hey why don't you do this and hey why don't you do that and try this you know and some people came along and took me forward so it took a long while to get where i was and uh, no regrets i didn't see myself like you know i didn't have a big vision like how they say you know you need to have a big dream no i didn't have any big dream i was just i have this much money and i need to make this much more that's it okay now i'm staying with my parents i think i would like to have a you know rental place for myself i never had this feeling of i should have a house like this of my own no no chance no i didn't even think like this 10 years ago i just bought it like 15 years ago so you know it was very small small dreams it was like you know uh, mulla ki daud masjid tak <laughs> so it was very simple like you know uh, simple simple dreams achievable dreams very you know uh, you know um, tangible at the same time you know very very you know measurable dreams which i felt i could do meri haisiyat my capabilities with my whatever intelligence experience you know whatever you know people i know this is what i can do so it was a very long journey but uh, it didn't matter to me i was happy i was happy doing it finding my own way and my parents did resist mm-hmm. but they knew better that they cannot stop me from doing what i want because if i don't get to do what i want i will drive them mad yeah, yeah. i'm very like you know i have to do what i need to do and this is what i believe in and if i'm happy i'll keep you happy but if i'm not happy you know then it's not going to be nice for anyone if you having me having a long face uh, because i have too much energy of 
on my own so you don't want that energy coming to you <laughs> so you rather this is okay let him go out and do what he needs to do That's he'll figure great. it out <laughs> That's great. i think uh, what i'm noticing here it seems like um, you have you are such a passionate person and you always try to follow your dream i, I think that is one uh, that is one uh, quality that separates the champions from people who who given because uh, as you said like the journey is not easy if you want to do something different with your life it's not easy right like and there's going to be so many naysayers you're going to run into they're going to say you know what are you doing and if you don't have that courage or, or the passion um as you said like if you have an option you'll obviously take that um yeah so tell me about Actually, that what is, it, what is also important manuj is to also fall in love with the process the moment yeah, you yeah. say i don't know maybe yeah. i'm good at teaching dance but i don't know how to market this the moment you start with there and you say let's learn let's learn let's ask let's approach people to help you you realize the world opens up to you you know you really have to be patient and you really have to ask the right questions and you really have to you know be persistent you know and it happens and if you have a little bit of grace and if you enjoy what you're doing at that moment then you you suddenly you know for very different frequency you are lighter you're happier your mind you know is such a beautiful mechanism that if you're positive and you're happy it will take you to those you know questions what you need to know and you'll find those but if you're angry you're uptight you're wound up you will not be able to be able to focus you will always be hassled you'll always be hustling so you know learning to be you know content learning to be patient learning to fall in love with the process not with the fruits of labor but just enjoying the class itself like saying okay i'm teaching this class and i'm going to have a blast and i'm going to really have fun and then realizing that the moment you started the class and people are enjoying it you are feeding that energy and suddenly the class is a vortex of positivity and you feel woo wow and it's a brain rush yeah. you know so i've always felt that and i felt wow there's a i we don't give value to this everything is all about okay how much money did this student pay me yeah. but what about the fact that suddenly i'm feeling buzzed and it's giving me such a rush and what is the price for that yeah exactly. and that also is to be there's a price for that so it's an exchange so students also come to me their energy they feed me with their learning and their need so i think it's you have to love the process yeah and i think um as you said rightly that's where you draw your positive energy and and this can be applied in any profession like you know we are in creative yeah. uh, creative uh, profession so it it comes a little bit easier but even if you're a chartered accountant even if you're a ceo of a company you know if you enjoy the process i think uh, i think you can find that passion and and break through some Definitely. really tough challenges right absolutely so tell me about um your first big break like uh, you must remember maybe me- meeting the first uh, you know big name music director or dance director whatever what was that experience like so there are many many uh, you know milestones like the first milestone was i think when i got a call uh, see that time was there were no cell phones i'm talking about 199 yeah 1999 1999 i was already teaching at sunita kapoor's you know studio i was teaching fitness for ladies and the sunita kapoor is anil kapoor's wife she had a studio in ujis road in bombay and also in santa cruz and i was teaching there and she had invited me to start teaching because i had become very popular with all the ladies in juhu and bandra and dheri and she said listen you need to come and take a class in my studio and i said okay i was teaching there and one day you know uh, i had a call on the on the landline in the studio and uh, the, there was a i remember the receptionist name she her name was agnes agnes was at the reception and agnes said terence there is a call for you you know from uh, madhuri so you know i was like there in sunita kapoor's studio you know actors to keep kram kashi had a coterie of friends but i never interacted too much i was always away from the filmy world i picked up the line i spoke to a madhuri and i thought it might be another any other madhuri and i she said uh, then she said that you know uh, oh i'm madhuri dikshit speaking and you know i would like i've heard of you, you know i'd like you to come over and you know um, t- start with me some classes i have heard you very good in fitness and can you help me lose weight and you know in my head i'm like madhuri dikshit can't be calling me <laughs> like not possible like you know i had such poor uh, <laughs> i had i had uh, confidence issues about these things i was very confident about my dance my fitness 
but i had no confidence ki you know people of the upper class or you know sometimes you think like that i have not been born rich right so you have this little bit of you know a uh, small you know what do you call it uh, middle class thing yeah. ki yaar why would they speak to me they would probably speak to their manager but she was a middle class girl she just called me up and she said and she was a big star yeah 1999 she was she was number 1 exactly we talked about a number 1 actress that time you know uh and uh, i didn't take it seriously i thought somebody's playing a prank i thought it was a prank i get the phone i forgot about it two days later sneeta kapoor calls me and says uh terence why aren't you not called madhuri back yeah, yeah, yeah. so i was like uh i mean it would i use like is it serious just yeah. yeah what's wrong with you like you know why didn't you not call her back i didn't tell her why i didn't call her back that yeah. you know i was having this you know b- you know trust issues i just then immediately took i said yeah ma'am i'm sorry i definitely call her back i called her she invited me home we had a cup of tea and she said listen i want to lose weight i know you're fantastic you have helped amisha lose weight you have helped you know other actresses malaika because that by then malaika and all the models malaika was a model that time yeah. so all those all those ladies used to come to my bandra class so you know uh, you know she said i've heard about you you're really good and i really want you to help me lose weight and teach me some western dance because i'm going to be doing a song called kesara sara mm-hmm. which is from the movie pukkar Mm-hmm. and she says i'm looking fat in the movie and you know i need to really work out i said okay sure so i have to lose weight and that's how my first client happened that was one of my one of my first story even my first movie lagan which happened in 2000 was thanks to reena datta who was the producer and also the wife current wife of amir khan mm-hmm. she was the first wife and she came for my class she said okay listen i need to lose weight man please help me with my post pregnancy issue so i helped her lose weight you know ira was born just born that time ira so i had to lose weight and then she, one day she came and said listen i'm in a fix i need a western choreographer who knows balls and she's looking at me and saying i said oh i'll help you with it. i said no 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 i don't want anybody else i want you mm-hmm. i said reens i don't know balls you know what you're a christian you should know i said what do you mean you're a christian you should know he's uh, i was like uh, no i don't know walls you know uh, come on you have to you just figure it out you know because in, all the filmy choreographers will will get messed up and ashutosh and amir are very particular that it has to be authentic walls mm-hmm. so i was shitting bricks and then she said come and just come home and speak to amir he'll sort you out mm-hmm. so this is my first meeting with amir and you know i still had you know i was very like I'm from a very middle class. I feel like meri meri wo I sorry to use the word. I never thought ki meri wo aukat hai. I was like main apne talent pe main khush hu lekin I don't have that thing. I don't know how they will treat me. You know it's all that mind, oh, you know. So just to, Bollywood just to, star. Yeah, just to interject here. So we are talking about number one Bollywood stars, okay? So these people the the names that Terence Madhuri Dikshit and Amir Khan uh, these guys are like a uh, world like uh, I how how do I compare it? Like uh they are um your your equivalent of the hollywood uh, superstar hollywood star tom yeah. cruise tom cruise yeah. and, and uh, julia roberts yeah. those type of people yeah so it's like you know um, brad pitt calling you you know yeah. home and saying hey buddy come home you need to do one section of choreography and i'm like okay uh it was overwhelming so i heard amir and then he said you know we listen you got a buddy it's not just walls you have to do the viennese walls because the film is set in 18th century Mm-hmm. and uh, we think only viennese walls fits that and i think that's the genre in which it's been written and you know i no words came out of my mouth i just said yes sir yes sir yes sir i went and i said reena listen i i can't do this she says no you have to do this you have to save me you will learn it i know you can do it and i was like okay listen give me two days let me figure this out so then i hunted i figured it out that there's one lady in town and guess who it happens to be that time nobody knew these boys okay it's salomi roy kapoor now who's salomi roy kapoor you will wonder salomi roy kapoor is a mother of aditya roy kapoor and siddharth roy kapoor siddharth roy kapoor who is like the f- famous you know producer uh, you know who ex producer of you know disney and all those places in india and aditya roy kapoor is now an established actor so you know then 20 years ago they were young boys and you know she was teaching viennese waltz so i learned the viennese waltz and that's how i taught it to amir and you know the uh, british actress and yeah so that's how it happened and then same thing with dance india dance it happened many years later so you know i have too many of these bollywood stories how it happened but yeah it was uh, strange story. yeah amazing let's take a quick break for an important message from the bootstrapping your dreams community 
get the support and insights you need for your business and life. Join our community, which is fueled by the same people who advise the world's top leaders and champions. Stay ahead of the curve. Join us now by navigating to bootstrapping.group. I want to point out this uh, this fact here. A lot of people think that they have to have everything in place before they go out and teach other people and uh, sell things and and do whatever. But uh, one thing I notice here is um, you can do things on the fly. You know, you don't have to have everything in place uh, to be able to go out there and market it, sell it, teach it, whatever. You can do it in just uh, just in time, right? Like just you uh, you mentioned there, yeah. right? In fact, it's it's funny you how you say this because right now, see, I've been teaching dance for you know one on one where people come to my studio. I don't even have branches and franchises, but I don't believe in that model. I believe that a teacher, I need to have a good team of teachers, and I can't mass produce teachers to have branches and franchises. It's not a business for me; it's passion, and I do it with a lot of sincerity and honesty. Mm-hmm. So I never believed in branches and franchises. But 22 years later, we have a lockdown. What do we do? we can't go back to business again even when lockdown finishes and you know I've, everybody has been t- telling me sir please do your tutorials online even before the lockdown i had a lot of offers please teach online please teach online you're the only one who's still teaching i was like yeah but you know it's such a boring interface you know i need a live audience now what do you do yeah yeah, yeah. so finally you know i'm on my knees and you know so i was like okay this is the moment so coming back to what your point you know i don't know how to do this online i'm not a technical guy but we said you know what we'll just go for it yeah, yeah. so what's the simplest way facebook instagram we'll just go live and we were celebrating 22 years on first may just went by 10 days ago 12 days ago mm-hmm. and we i just told my team i said listen we're going to do something big we're just going to start big okay whatever we've built for 20 years or 22 years now is irrelevant the way forward will be online we'll have to kind of break this structure and go online and we're going to do this with a 24 hour non stop live wow. so my my team maroku is my like associate you know a uh, person who works with me creatively she's like are you nuts i said no i'm not we're going to do this 24 hours non stop live and she's and then she thought for a moment and said you know what it seems like a great idea mm-hmm. let's do this and mm-hmm. then she just rallied the whole team together and we announced it and we said we're doing this live we've got only 3 days to prepare for this we're going to keep it free we're going to allow anybody and everybody who's on my instagram and facebook page to come on live and learn class back to back non stop it's uh-huh. going to be a mela yeah and we didn't know how it's going to work out right we just said let's try it yeah, yeah. and we tried it and it was a massive success uh-huh. you know my instructors were like first they were resisting so this is not done we are not used to this we don't know how to speak like you do you are good in talking we are not good blah 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 i said listen you will learn on the i never i was not born like this it all works you know and on the, as you go it's great to be prepared and i'll prepare you as much as possible but you're never going to learn unless you learn how to just open your wings and fly so if you fall you can pick yourself again and we are there so don't worry okay go for it and they did and literally my instructors by the end of the class they were like they were weeping and they were like this was so overwhelming we had people loving us liking us you know from a from a laptop and it was possible and there were teething issues and somebody like i don't have enough 3g i don't have a pack and we'll figure this out i don't have a phone how do we get a phone to you how do we get the best lighting there were so many issues you know and we said you know what if you're going to listen to what what we can't do yeah. we're never going to start let's do this we did it it's a huge success next thing you know people are saying we want this every day yeah. you know a lot of them said listen it was lovely to watch but we couldn't continue because it was a little difficult can you make it simpler we said okay we are going to do online every day free at 12 o'clock indian standard time and 7:30 in the evening okay on facebook and instagram we're going to teach one step just one step it wow. could be the shimmy yeah, yeah how to do the shimmy or how to do the yeah yeah the head shake or it could be a hip hop step how do you do probably the woe okay yeah. So how do you do the woe? It's like you know you keep your hand here and you do the woe. Now the woe is very popular among TikTokers and you know young people. <laughs> yeah. So somebody wants to learn how to do the woe, okay? And how do you do that? We teach it to you. It's just twenty minutes online. Come, go, learn. So you're not overwhelmed by learning or choreography. It's just yeah. one step. Definitely. And when people make that one one step, and suddenly we had a lot of people saying we love this. Now we are confident. 
can you please give us something more substantial and meaty? And I said, we said, okay. So we'll do the dance camp. And that's how dance camp was born. And awesome. we are starting this dance camp now online. It's only 500 rupees. It's just to cover some minimal costs and to be able to pay the instructors. I'm really not looking at large profit any which ways because it's never been my motive to kind of do things. Yeah, so yeah. it's seven dollars, US dollars, or you know six euros, or maybe five pounds for five days online, morning, evening. You have two slots open, so ten classes for you for five or seven, you know, dollars. That's it, and you can pick up a style. And it's on Instagram and Facebook. It's going to be a private group. So as soon as you register online on www.terrencelewis.com, you will get the dance online option. You just go to Dance Camp, pick up your, you know, which styles you want. The timings are there. And and bingo. You know, you get an invite. So can, and that's how you go. You can pick the dance style that you want to learn? That's right. So there's, there's hip-hop, there's contemporary, there's Afro-jazz, because Afro-jazz is, I love that style. Afro-jazz is Fill Me Fit. Now, Fill Me Fit is not a dance. Film if it is only for those people who want to lose weight through dance. Oh, okay. But you can't lose weight in a dance class. Okay. There has to be a certain formula as to how to lose weight in a dance class. And that's what Film If It is. Okay. It's a scientific, you know, uh, like what I used 20 years ago. Yeah. I had done my course in fitness. So there's a Carbonins formula. It's Carbonins formula is 220 minus, you know, your age and 60% of your heart rate. And then you've got to make sure you're in the cardio zone. Yeah, and yeah. you've got to make sure your student doesn't stop even while you're teaching the dance steps so it has to be simple and easy for anybody so we have that filmy fit going on and then we also have two levels uh, for hip-hop we have uh, you know a level for beginners and for intermediate and for contemporary we have beginners and intermediate and for afro jazz and bollywood bollywood dance which is semi-classical dance and folk dance it's basically just beginner so you know anybody who's at grassroots level can join in awesome. and we are supplying them with tutorials every day so as soon as the live gets over you have a tutorial of the class so you can you know at your leisure learn anything that you have missed and we also send you a warm-up and a tutorial guide of the basic just the basics wow. of dance of that style That's so suppose cool. there's a basic in that style like an afro you have the wine you yeah. know so if you know if you, if you know the wine already you can do the choreography easily so we're sending all of that as soon as you register so all this just for 500 rupees indian rupees uh, so it's really something to encourage people to learn to dance and dance for them is going to be a therapy those who are working those who are studying online you know, they need a release. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is a great initiative because, as you said, like under lockdown, you know, we have to take care of our physical health. We have to um, also take care of our mental health because dance, music, you know, all this contributes towards, uh, uh, you know, creates a positive energy. So I love this initiative. And 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 to mention that you can actually pick uh, the dance style. That's an even yes. more personalized experience. And, yes. uh, uh, you know, I have a lot of uh, people uh, in North America who are huge fans of Bollywood dance. I mean, they watch Bollywood movies just for the dance because they, they like the colorful uh, dresses. Exactly. So this is this is an amazing initiative. Um, can you repeat how, how do people uh, register? Uh, can you repeat? Uh, Absolutely. How? Yeah, it would be my pleasure. So all you're going to do is log on to www.com. Terence Lewis, my name, T-E-R-E-N-C-E, -E, single R-E-N-C-E-L-E-W-I-S dot com. And immediately you will see a red color dot appear on the you know tabs. It says dance online. Mm -hmm. Click on the dance online and it comes on the dance camp page. You get an introduction what dance camp is all about, what the styles are, what the timings are. Go to book now. You can pay. You can select what style you want. And it will give you a you know a, a tabular column that these are the styles you selected. If you choose one or more styles, you get a massive discount. So you get a discount for choosing more styles. And then all you got to do is say press pay. And then it's a method of paying with the credit card, online transfer, bank transfer, Google Pay, Amazon Pay, you know, Paytm, which is from India. Pay, I don't know whether Paytm works abroad, but Paytm and there's, you know, other channels. So you can find four or five methods of paying. It's very simple. And as soon as you, you know, it gets credited, you get an email from us saying that, hey, give us your Facebook, uh, you know, your ID and your Instagram ID so we can add you into the private classrooms. And then, you know, in the private classroom, we'll share with you the tutorials already, the warm up also. So you can already, you know, be prepared for the class when you come for the class. And um, sounds like a very fun community. Are you also doing something in terms of um, helping them build a community, sort of, you know, get in touch with each yes. other? Uh, because yes. I, I yeah. feel that, you know, uh, I have gained much by joining communities, learning from other people who are learning with me, sort of exchanging ideas, uh, being accountability uh, partners with other people. So uh, what are your views about that? 
Absolutely. The whole idea, even with our current dance camp that we had on ground, mm-hmm. on ground, not online, that's what we did. We had WhatsApp groups and we constantly interacted with them. We invited them, you know, to for a, a reunion sessions. We did all of this. So we're going to continue having that on the Facebook page. So that closed group will remain a closed group and people can share their videos there. You know, people can also promote their own, you know, businesses if they have something to share, you know, it's up to them. People can leave if they want to. There's no pressure. But, you know, it's just good to have a community which can reach out to people. And, you know, uh, we have somebody who moderates that group and moderates the sessions. So, you know, there's somebody always answering you. So there's a whole back-end team also for you. So, yeah, these are the things that kind of really encourage people to kind of, you know, make your you know, online community because social distancing is going to be the norm for some for a while mm-hmm. uh, till good sense prevails and people realize that it has to be herd immunity. We don't know when that's going to happen. But, you know, the political powers that may be will probably decide whenever they need to decide and probably figure out that social distancing doesn't work, especially in our country, because I feel it's a, a you know, a, a social distancing is a elitist first world privilege Mm -hmm. uh, in countries like India, where, you know, 60% are, you know, having, um, you know, shared toilets and we live, you know, in very, you know, uh, clustered uh, spaces, cloistered spaces, social distancing doesn't work. You know, the only way it's going to work is herd immunity. And the hard truth is that certain people will have to kind of, you know, it'll be fatal for certain people will have to go. There's no way of getting out of it. So, Coming back to the point that, you know, with social distancing, it'll be so important to have social connectivity because that's going to be a way to kind of feel still some kind of, you know, semblance of, you know, uh, you know, human, you know, interface. So the human interface will be social connectivity because of social distancing. Yeah. And I think uh, this is a good initiative for other reasons as well. Like, uh, as you said, the whole economy is going to change. So this will actually give the courage to... um, a future Terence Lewis who has been suppressed by yes, parents or society to become, uh, become, you know, follow their dream. And it could be a breeding ground for the competitions or, uh, you know, uh, all these competitions that are happening. Absolutely. So, yeah. Great initiative. Uh, I want to talk to you about the, the world records. Was that, uh, was that something related? Like, did you have something similar initiative, which sort of led you to win those uh, world records? I was doing a lot of dance shows and I was all doing all, all, a lot of shadis. <laughs> and I used to make people dance in the shadis any which ways, you know, as a performer. So I used to perform as an artist and then, you know, make people dance. And, you know, uh, I was also, you know, in school, I was so used to making, you know, people sing, make people dance. I was such a, uh, you know, what can I say? It was, it was in me to kind of, you know, always be on stage. I was comfortable. I was very comfortable. Sorry? Instigator? Yeah, instigator. And also, I love the stage. You know, uh, when I was a kid, dance was the only way that gave me a lot of attention. Let me tell you that I didn't dance because I loved dance. I'll be honest. It was like, attention mil rahe. You know, so it was any moment to grab the stage. I was a stage grabber. Like singing, elocution. I didn't do it for the love of it. Okay, this allows me to be on stage. I get the spotlight. So I was attention seeking. I have to admit that to you. Okay. Then when I grew older... Okay, say around uh, 15, 16, 17, it was more like, okay, you know, he's a dancer. So I was like, okay, you know, I can show off. Like, you know, it was more like, you know, I'm the school guy who can dance, I can sing, I can elocution, I'm good in sports. So it became more of, you know, like that edge. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, as a guy, he's good in dancing also. It kind of really sets you apart. It kind of gives you a little edge. Mm-hmm. Then by the time I was 18, 19, it became a source of financial dependence. By the yeah. time it was 25, it, dance became a source of my identity. People yeah. recognized me through dance. So, you know, dance kept changing its meaning. By the time I reached 30 and I met my first good teachers in contemporary dance, they introduced to me what dance really can do to you spiritually. And mm-hmm. they took me on another journey. I so think. that journey was very different. Where they said, okay, you're not going to dance to show off. You're not going to dance to kind of, you know, get attention. Yeah. You're going to go a little bit more deeper into it. And they, you know, brought me into their world and introduced me to this amazing form of dance called contemporary and they taught me how to still perform for the audience but also perform for yourself how to go deep into the performance mode how to make it very really really uh, internal and not just external mm-hmm. otherwise always putting the cheesy smile mm-hmm. and you know you're like always grabbing people's eyes and saying okay look at me look at me look at me very desperate you know in in many art forms it's a it's a it's some way sometimes very cheap 
Uh, but contemporary is all about being really internalizing the energy, really, really going into the song, into the mood, feeling it. And it's another kind of performance art and it's very natural and it's organic. So it took me on another journey. So it has been, dance has meant many things for me, you know, mm -hmm. at every stage of my life. So it started with attention seeking to, you know, it becoming more of showing off to more of it becoming financially, you know, an, a means to an end. And then, you know, an identity of mine, people recognize me as a dancer, as a choreographer, as a judge. But more in the later years, it became a little bit more of a spiritual journey. So, yeah, it has been, I've been evolving, you know, with that, with dance all this while. Great. Awesome. So, so let's dive a little bit deeper. If, uh, are you okay with time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. So let's uh, dive a little bit deeper because, um, you know, in my journey, I had similar experiences unless and until, uh, you know, until I actually dove in uh, inside and sort of really reached out, what, what do I really want out of this work that I'm doing? Uh, it was always superficial. It was always sort of, it had a ulterior motive. It all motor. starts that way. It all starts exactly. from the exterior. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to go interior. It's, that's exactly. the way it goes, you know. Yeah. So it really rarely goes from inside out. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you, what did you find? Can you share whatever, you know, it's hard to put it in words, I know, but, but can you uh, describe that experience of going within uh, such that somebody else listening to this or hearing or viewing this, they may be able to apply some of these principles in their life as well? See, the first thing we learn in contemporary dance is that you can't have a mirror in front of you. Mm -hmm. okay. And as a dancer, I was so used to like checking my hair, yeah, checking yeah. my physique, my body, constantly, you know, um, you know, uh, validating myself okay. and looking if somebody else is looking at me too. So my teachers were like, listen, the first thing you need to do is this mirror has to go. Your eyes inwards, the inward gaze will have to be the first thing. Second, stop looking for people for validation. And see, for me, that was a big challenge. I was somebody who was attention seeking. I was somebody who loved to please people. I was a people pleaser. I was born in a family of eight. I was the youngest. I wanted my brothers and sisters to like me. I wanted my family to like me. So it was a big psychological, emotional, you know, aspect of life, which contemporary dance taught me. They said, inward gaze, my child, inward gaze. Let that gaze not go into people, but go into reflective where you feel the song, where you listen to the music of it and let it, in, let it connect to some memory of yours. It's called sense memory of what it takes you. What is this emotion? Okay. Bring that emotion, play it back again in your head mm -hmm. and get into that space. Yeah. And from there, of course, you need to know you're dancing. Yeah. And from there, let that current flow. Now that becomes the current the memory, the sense memory becomes the current. Okay. You no longer are visualizing the world watching you. Now you are starting a dialogue with your memory and you are starting a dialogue with the music and it's giving you a current and it's flowing. And then you respond to that. You don't know what you're going to be doing. Of course, when you, when it's once it's choreographed then of course it's choreographed. But when, so when you, when you're setting the choreography, you are just going with the initial instinct. It's an instant instinct. Okay, it's a gut feeling. It makes you move. It makes you do things. And you have an assistant who you know looks at you and says, "Okay, sir, you did this. Please don't forget this. Look lovely." Or he's capturing you, and he's telling you, "Okay, sir, there was a nice moment there." You know, so it all starts like that, and then you crystallize that, you refine that, and then you have the art of practicing and going into that same moment and repeating it with the same intensity and that honesty without losing it in repetition cool. so it's a craft yeah, very beautiful which you have to practice because the instant instinct the first time when you do it the energy will be another frequency because you know it's the first time by the time you do it second and the third time you start to feel boredom so how do you maintain the honesty that's a craft in itself mm -hmm. so it's a it's i will not go into such technical details because that's meant for people who are dancers who already are trained in the body the kinesthetics are all sorted the somatic sensibilities are already there. Then when you reach that level, you know, then we, we, we train you, you know, it's a craft. It's been given to me by teachers. I've learned a lot by just seeing my teachers, you know, work and I've understood it. So once you get into that space, dance doesn't become a means to, you know, uh, you know, uh, showcase yourself. Mm -hmm. 
it becomes the means where you uh, allow your frequency and your energy you know to you know rise in a certain way and it also becomes a way to release yourself you know all the restrictions all the taboos all the things that you cannot do sometimes is through dance and through music and through the character you allow yourself to be that yeah. so it allows you to be something that you can't be otherwise lovely that uh, thanks for sharing i just want to highlight the point that you know um because i i come from a very different background so my background is technology and i feel that whatever you shared here all those principles apply in every field um because yeah. you know when when i went uh, very deep into like uh, you know my art which was a writing code you know writing program oh okay um, so it was more like you know i don't care uh, whether it works or not i just want to explore you know and and yeah. and when you get into that mode uh, the product that came out of that was so much more superior than uh, than when you were doing it for money or whatever and the satisfaction you got was so much be- uh, greater so i think what you have outlined uh, is beautiful and it can be generalized it can be applied across any field across any career um so so thanks a lot for sharing that now uh, i think we are we are coming to the end but we started off the interview with uh, with your uh, with your story that everybody knows but can you share with us a few things that probably nobody knows hmm well you know let's put it this way uh we all have many sides to us right we have a side that we would like to show the world so that we can get appreciation validation for the character that we have built okay for the personality that we enjoy for the respect the love the attention we get but we also know that we have flaws we also know that we are not perfect we also know that we sometimes lose it uh we also know that you know there's a vulnerable side to us i think in my 40s the best thing that has happened to me is to explore my vulnerability to be able to say my truth not feel ashamed i think i've become strong enough not to feel scared to say who i am uh you know what i am and you know without being arrogant but just saying my truth the way it is uh you know being able to also be smart enough to know what is needs to be said and what not shouldn't be said because some amount of your you know of your uh who you are what you are discovering inside is a very internal personal journey and that is not privy to everybody because not everybody uh you know has the ability or the maturity or the or the sensitivity to understand uh you and the same goes for everybody so you need to be really sensible about what you're putting out there uh based on the kind of evolutionary processes that are there for people around you uh so i would just say that you know um i have become i used to be a little bit more brash i used to be a little bit more uh you know um outspoken and sometimes you know not realize the impact it's creating so now i feel i've much more sobered down i say what i need to say without being you know uh, wishy washy but i say it with a certain gentleness i say it with a certain pragmatism i say it without having to defend or offend anybody awesome that's great um i i mean whatever you have said resonates with me so much because um it seems like uh you know uh it seems like life unfolds in a very similar way for for most people if we look at the patterns it it sort of uh fits well with with uh, what i have discovered as well uh, in my life uh, uh, you know as you grow as you learn as you gain experience so thanks a lot for sharing that uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us today uh, it has been an amazing conversation i would love to have you on again in uh, another uh, episode uh, but once again before we leave can you share with us uh, your your uh, initiative uh, the dance camp how people can sign up and and uh, how can they how can they connect with you how can they reach out to you and learn from sure. you. Yeah. It will be a pleasure. So for all those who are listening who are really looking to start learning dance, this will be a great opportunity for you to learn from our institute. We have got a fabulous lineup of instructors and they've all been handpicked and trained by me and we are uh you know opening this online. So it's a 5-day program which you need to sign up for in advance. It's starting from Monday 18th and goes up to you know Saturday the 23rd which is a finale with me. uh and it's going to be live online and there's a good news the price is only 700 indian rupees which comes to literally 500 rupees which comes to around 7 dollars 
or you know six euros and you can pick up any one style and if you're excited and if you have all the energy you can pick up more styles if you have more time and it's all mentioned on our website www.terrencelewis.com and uh, you will just click on dance courses online and then you get the dance online dance camp dance camp online is what you need to look out for on my website there's a payment gateway just click on the classes and go to the payment gateway it's a uh, you know there are many modes of payment you can choose what you want you just have to give us your facebook and instagram id so we can include you in the groups which are private and closed groups so only those students who are registered you know get access to our classes it also gives you a tutorial every day so that you know in case you missed a class for any reason either morning or evening you still have the tutorial at your disposal where you can learn whatever the instructor has taught every day. It's a progression class, which means every day we progress from one to the next, to the next, to the next, till we finish a choreography along with it. It's like a dance class. So you can actually do the dance class with the instructor either morning or evening, whichever suits you. And we have the finale on 23rd. And yeah, all this for 500 Indian rupees. It's $7. And yes, it's... Uh, you can access the timetable. All of it is online. So yeah, please join in. There's also a class called Fill Me Fit for those who want to become fit through dance. And there are levels, beginner and intermediate. You can choose that. We have hip hop, contemporary, Bollywood and Afro jazz. I think that covers it all. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for such an amazing bless conversation you. and inspiring us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Take care. That's all for now. Until next time. If you want to realize your full potential, I invite you to join our community. We support and help each other out because no one has to do it alone. Join us today by navigating to bootstrapping.group. The community is free to join, no strings attached except for one. You have to take action. So if you are an action taker, we want to talk to you. Join us by navigating to bootstrapping.group. If you want more insightful interviews with industry leaders, then check out these other videos we have picked for you right here and subscribe now to get our new content.